This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. It's with great pleasure we introduce today Tyrone Irons. Reed is in the building. Tyrone, what's going on, my man? What is happening, Mr. Omar Alduri? Tank two. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, my man? How's everything? Very well, thank you. Very well. Just uh, good to be on your show. Just thank you for inviting me. Just, uh, just to kind of let, let you know about myself and, and, and the good work that we're doing. Appreciate that, man. Now, listen, we go way back. You've done some incredible mm. things. Uh, why did you choose this field? Um, in terms of like this, the fitness industry? Yes. Um, I guess it's just, uh, I, I've always been in the fitness of, from such a young age. And I, and I guess um, not, not being able to be an athlete that I probably wanted to be as, 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 a, as, a, as, a, as a youth, I wanted to kind of show my passion to other people, um, whether it be in sports or just in fitness in general. So, yeah. Yeah, so it all started from obviously your love for sports and, and being an athlete. Definitely. I saw you, you were a mad athlete back in the day. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you know, I, I, I did my thing. Like, I, I loved um, uh, basketball. I did a lot of basketball. I played. I did athletics. Um, I did football. So I, I was kind of like an all-rounder. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. You had a spell in American football as well. Yeah. So I did. I did three years um, as a running back for the London Blitz. Yeah. Um, amazing. Uh, you'd never, you'd never believe that there is there's a league in England because um, it's such a big American sport. But um, yeah, I did. I did that for three years, three seasons. And- and did each sport add something to your plate that you didn't have before? Yes, um, obviously, because now, obviously, you know, I'm doing a lot of boxing now, so that's very much an individual sport. Um, and coming from uh, a, a very much a, a team-oriented background from basketball to American football, I guess just the dynamics of playing with one another is, is completely different. Relying on your teammates as opposed to in boxing, you just it's all on you. Yeah, and, and the conditioning side of it. Talk to me about the different styles that's helped you evolve as a trainer. Yeah, so the, what the conditioning is, is it within the sports. Yeah, so you had obviously basketball, you had American football, you had athletics in there as well. And now obviously you've got boxing. How has yeah. each one shaped you as a coach? So, so I guess it's it's learning the different backgrounds of, of every athlete. So I guess when I when I was a, when I played basketball, um, I was a, I was a point guard, so I was very much running running the court. Um, and, and when when you transition it with to American football, um, I had the quick feet, so I was very much uh, very agile. My agility was really good, um, and I guess uh, what is it? My my strength I could transfer over. But the, the thing is, I went from a uh, a non-contact sport to a full contact sport mm-hmm. and and that's what I struggled a bit obviously when you it, I, I don't know if you know about American football when you had to do pass protection you had to protect other players I weren't used to that <laughs> I, I'm used to the screen, I'm used to screening um, players in uh, um, basketball but in terms of American football they're hitting you full on yeah. and I weren't ready for that but but again again it, obviously the, the, um, the size difference of your, your condition is completely different as well so I was a lot heavier in American football so I could take the hits yeah. um, compared to to, to, bas- to basketball absolutely and obviously you it's undeniable you've had this passion in the game to yeah. be able to change lives is that what mm. still drives you to be in the industry now 
Definitely, definitely. Because I, I, I feel that just because you're you're not an, <laughs> I say an athlete, you can still um, be an athlete in your own mind. You know, so whether whether it be in the gym or you're outside in the park training, you can still feel that you're an athlete because at the same time, it's you're you're still kind of doing the same thing. You're still working out for your health, still working out for your individual sport. So so definitely, uh, yeah, and no, I, I feel it, it transitions. And and obviously you went to university at St Mary's Surrey. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> I was next to you. <laughs> you were the first person I connected with. <laughs> correct, correct. And I remember that really well. How was that? How how was that experience at uni? Because a lot of your lessons has been through life lessons. You've had obviously mm. the educational side from St Mary's Surrey University. Yes. You also had life lessons. How much did that play a role in developing you as a coach when it came down to the uni side of life? Sure. Uh, I, I guess it's just uh, I, my surroundings. I, I, I guess. I guess the people that I was with. I guess I grew up in East London. So um, so and and. And even though Surrey is in London, it's a dis- different part. So it's just your your mentality has to change as well, you know. So it's um, obviously that's like, different characters that I meet, to, and then obviously what I've learned from that, and all, all my all my lecturers, and all, obviously guy, you guys, you kind of you take from that, and then obviously you you transition it through obviously your life. Mm. And you've done some incredible things, man. I've been watching, I've been watching your videos, your Instagram. I've seen your boxing, yeah. uh, your boxing. Your pad specialist, as yeah. we call it. Yeah. I've seen you. I've seen you do your thing, and and I have to say, man, from where we were, we're talking what Thank 15, 20 years ago now. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, the the rise is incredible, and that's why I thought it was really important to to, to get you on the show. Um, coming up next, we're talking about the challenges that you face as an elite elite coach. Obviously, having worked at different gyms, what that kind of experience has done for you. And more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire that the This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international, local. Now, Tyrone is, is one of the best trainers in Europe and has been kind enough to join me on the Halftime Show today. So if you missed the first segment, don't worry, you can catch all of our shows on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual and want to see the man himself, head over to the YouTube channel, type in Pulse95 Radio, and we got all the wicked interviews. We talk about some incredible things like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. Tyrone, what's going Yo. on, my man? What's happening, bro? <laughs> you looking fresh, man. I'm telling you, this is, you know, it seems like you're living in the UAE and I'm living in London. When you're in the fitness game, you've got to keep yourself fresh, you know? I've Absolutely. got my water, I'm hydrating myself, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Ty, we, we, we go way back, obviously. I've seen some of your stuff. We actually graduated from yes. the same university. We graduated also from the same boxing certificate um, at Twinday's yes. place as well. Yeah. And I've seen, yes. you, I've seen you really rise and become a, a proper elite coach. But what sort of challenges do you face as an elite coach? Um, I guess uh, in terms of challenges, uh, I'd probably say just uh, 
just I guess where where, where I'm working. Um, I guess for, for, for in terms of challenges for me, I guess you you only get, you only get challenges if you're if you're not in the right fr- mind frame, you know. And and it's kind of like I've I've been in different places. I'm I'm actually at a new health club now because my old um, health club closed down, um, and I'm I'm in a great place at the moment. Uh, like I said, I've got great a team behind me. I've got um, a new a new surroundings, and and that pays a big part. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact you, you've adapted so well. Now, you said that your yeah. old gym closed down, I'm guessing, to the pandemic. You've worked at Virgin Active Fitness First, a sporter. You've yeah. done all these things. I've seen it. I've, I've, I've been yeah. watching it. I've been seeing the rise. <laughs> How important is environment to be able to reset your um, mindset, reset your, your game plan, and also make it a nice space for your clients? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm always the type of person because, I, like I say, in terms of environment, it's very important because I've been, um, I guess, as, as obviously growing up doing boxing, I've been in the spit and sawdust gyms to the, 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 the elite clubs up London, you know, and it's very much, uh, um, and I'm the sort of person, it, it kind of like, I like clubs where that have have everything, you know, and and I guess um, everyone has their own assets, you know, and I and I and I specialize in sports conditioning, and, and obviously I love my boxing, um, and I guess it's just now now more so I focus more on the the boxing side, uh, which is which is great because the gym that I'm at now is is is, is fight orientated, so you've got boxing there. I'm the I'm the main boxing coach, um, but you've got MMA, you've got Krav. You've got uh, BJJ, so there's, there's a few other sports there as well, which, which helps. Mm. It, it does help, and it also, when, you're, when you've been in the industry for as long as you have, we're talking 16 years plus, right? Yeah, it's over 20 years, my friend. Yeah, see, that's crazy. So when you've been in the industry for that long and you're adapting to different styles, different environments, how important is it to actually be um, smart in the way you adapt to different cultures? Yes, very much so. So I guess within uh, where, where I work is very much an um, Asian-dominated culture. So um, I've had to adapt the way I learn things. So just just even from a, a nutrition standpoint, just just to kind of make my clients understand um, just the, the basics of nutrition um, is a big thing as well. Obviously, you've got your your, your fitness and your, and your health and so forth, but obviously we know nutrition is a big part. And when you've grown up in a culture and when, when you're very much, a, um, I guess, in the Asian community, you very much you eat around, your your mother-in-laws or your mums and stuff mm. like that you really have to break certain um, traditions and, and habits you know and that's a big thing yeah absolutely I like the, I like that you said um, traditions and habits because we, we depending on obviously where we've been brought up and that's actually one of the reasons why you and I uh, became so close at university because we you know we're very similar in, in the way we were yes. brought up with our families and stuff um, has that been in itself um let's say a USP for you to be able to adapt to the different cultures in the UK? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I guess so. And, and, and like I say, it, it all depends on your surroundings. So I, again, I grew up in East London, so mm. that, that really helps. Um, and, and I guess it's just, and also as well, you have to, you have to understand other cultures as well. It's not as, you, you can't just have one way, you know, you've got to be able to adapt to mold. You know, and and I always say again, even just going back to nutrition, I, what I always say to someone like if they've got bad habits or whatever, I'd say you don't have to cut it out. You can just replace and and and, and little things like that. You know, make a big difference. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it that way. And yeah, that really helps. And we speak about nutrition now. Obviously, I've seen you do 
different phases. So you've you've done the box, you've done the American football, you've done the basketball. Yeah. You've you've bulked up, you've leaned up. It, yes. It's it's been really really impressive. How has yeah. that been um, mentally for you to be able to to really kind of balance and neutralize all these different skills? Yeah, no, it's 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 been interesting. So, so in a sense of so again, obviously, I, I competed in, in a bodybuilding show 2015 as well. So, yeah. um, and that and that was new to me. So it's almost like, and obviously, when I went going to uni, I did sports science, health, nutrition, exercise. So, um, and then we we obviously you covered the basics and so forth. And as you said before, like I very much go by life experiences. So, and I do believe that each different sport, each different thing that I've gone in, where my weight of my weight has gone up and down I've learned so many different things about my own body you know so in terms of when I did the bodybuilding I would probably say that was probably the most time I learned about my body because I really had to strip everything away because I'm quite I'm quite a naturally heavy thick person you know so it's, it's almost like I've had to learn and remould myself to, to someone new in a sense you know um, so yeah well the, the other thing before we wrap up before we go to the break is the, the bodybuilding mindset and the yeah. myths behind it, now that you've experienced it and you've actually been on stage, yes. what, what were your takeaways from that experience? It's different. It's different. Like, you know, I like I said, we, we've, I've done the basketball, I've done the American football and, and even the boxing. And I guess it's very much, a, it's solely focused on you. Even in, in the, the, the sports, it's focused on you because you have your role. Mm. But I guess... Um, in terms of bodybuilding, I guess it's you're, you're building up to this one event, and it's all focused on you. And if you don't, if your condition is out, it's uh, you, you can go either way, you know. And it's it's it wasn't necessarily me. I wanted to try it out just because I, I, I love bodybuilding. I love all all forms of keeping yourself fit. But there are there are limits. Obviously, you got your body. You got you get extremes, but you can have extremes in in anything that you do, you know. So. Um, it just wasn't me. It wasn't me. Like I said, I've, I've, I've like done it, worn a t-shirt. Um, I, I admire, don't get me wrong, I admire all the guys that, that, that obviously, the women that go on stage. It's amazing what they do because it takes discipline, you know? It takes dis- discipline in there just as much as a- any other sport. So, uh, so yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> Whether I'll do it again, I don't know. <laughs> right. Did, did the performance side dip a little bit because it was more based on aesthetics? Yes, so it's funny because um, in two two years ago, I was actually in better condition um, compared to when I competed in 2015, and this was just me to get fit for holiday. Imagine that I wanted to just get fit for holiday. <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want to go on the I didn't want a dad bod, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm so still doing I, that. <laughs> yeah. No, it was strange, and I and I got really lean, and I guess, and I think that if if I was to take away anything from it, I guess I'm actually more fitter now. Um, than I was then, and I'm not even aesthetically. I, 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 obviously, I've, I've, I'm, I'm in good condition, but in terms of if you, obviously if you were to look at me in a sense with my top off, I'm not as lean, you know. So it's almost like even with my my mentality as well. You don't always have to obviously, and not just myself with a lot of people. Just because someone has a six pack, if someone looks ripped, doesn't necessarily mean they're fit, yes. you know. Yes. So, so again, we have to break that kind of like myth and. Yeah, w- w- you said that. It was really interesting. Does fit, sorry, does six pack necessarily mean you're fit? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Tell me more about that. Yeah, no. Do you know what it is? It's, I never see you work in the gym. I've seen some, I, I'm not even going to say overweight, but I've seen some, obviously, even in sports, you've got some 
big characters that can move, <laughs> you know, like especially playing American football, like you've got different positions. So I was a running back and you have the wide receivers and you have the, the linebackers and these guys are monsters. Like it's like rugby players. You'd mm. think, wow, how can they run that fast? How can, how can they move like that? And they're like, they're like uh, 15 or even 18 stones, you know, and, but they can move. You know, so it's, it's almost like it's, it's, it's crazy. But um, I always say, as long as you're doing your thing healthily, you know, so in, 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 on the right path, you're eating well, you're training, you're doing all that. It, it, uh, trust the process, you know, trust the process and, and it will work, you know. Absolutely. Coming up next, we're talking boxing, basketball, bodybuilding, American football on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. What a pleasure to have the man himself, Ty- Tyrone Irons, Reed in the building, representing from the UK. If you're wondering why we're on Zoom and he's not in the studio, I'm trying to get him over on these sides. He's got, he's, he's got to come over on these sides and show us those skills. Because I grew up with this guy and I've seen him excel and he's been, inc- he's been incredible. Tyrone, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mr. Sun. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now, Tyrone, you mentioned earlier on the show, boxing, basketball, bodybuilding, American football. Yeah. Rank them in order. Ooh, you are <laughs> going to be on the spot there. Okay. Um, but it depends on whether watching it or playing it. They're two different things, you know? Performing. So, okay, performing, I'd probably say... Uh, what gave you the most? Uh, boxing boxing yeah right. I think I, again because it's solely on you um, and it's and, it, and you've got to dig deep you know just to kind of just yeah like there, there's so many dynamics to boxing as well and even though it's an individual sport and it's, even though it's, it's you look at it, it's quite a simple sport there's so much that goes on with boxing you know um, and but in terms of if I was to rate it like I, I, I have a big passion for basketball I love basketball I grew up with basketball like like back in the day when we were at school I used to play in like the rain the snow like the, no matter what weather you know and it's one of those things where I've always said to even my, 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 my wife, like when I get older, I'm gonna be like one of the old guys in the courts, you know, <laughs> busting these kids up, like showing them, yeah, how we play the old school play, you know? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I love all sports, man, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I've seen you, but when we were at uni, you were, you were the guy I turned around and saw with the basketball, the culture, mm. the ability, just the swag. That was kind of like Tyrone, that's tank one. You know, that, yeah. that, was, that was the guy, right? Um, yeah. As we, as we grew and matured and got a bit more experience, we then kind of started to shift over towards the boxing. And we saw a lot of different styles and techniques. And when we were with Tunde, shout out to Tunde Ajay, when we were with Tunde and yeah. we were learning his style and techniques from the Mayweathers, that was a yes. different school. Talk to me about that experience for you. 
So, yeah, again, this the type of pad work, as you call it, speed pad, you know, it's completely different to the old traditional pad work, you know, and it's it's very much, uh, again, I started, I started pad work a long time, not even a long time before it, it, the speed pad originated because the, 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 the Mayweathers, they've been doing it for, for a long time, you know, but I think it just really got really big when Floyd Mayweather came on the scene, mm-hmm. you know, and he really kind of, pushed it out that way so and and even just the learning side of it so obviously you've got your there's nothing wrong with going back to basics doing the traditional pad work because it's great you know and and, and whenever i explain because when you look at the speed pad work people be like oh what's that tippy tappy stuff what's that it doesn't it doesn't look good is this is this for show um yes it's for show but people don't realize the dynamics around it it's, it's more of a reaction style pad work it's um uh, it keeps you on your toes it's it, you know what you've got to be always ready you know so it's almost like the the, the, yeah, just, just to kind of adapt to be able to transfer each styles, which is, which has helped. Yeah, the, the it's interesting you mentioned styles. Now, obviously, you've you've been in the ring as well. What was your yes. style? So, uh, okay, so I'm quite a short person. I'm five seven and I'm quite stocky. So I was more I was more trained as a as a Tyson style fighter. So it was more like. Um, like you would attack, attack the opponent, you get inside, you bob and weave, um, that type of style as well. Because um, even though I was short, I was quite heavy. So anyone that I was up against was really tall. So it was almost like I really had to be on my feet. So I really had to be. So again, when we go back to going back to talking about fitness, when I was box fitness, box fit that was completely different to how I'm fit now like my legs were strong I could move around a lot um, and yeah it was just a just a different style of, 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 of moving you know would you say the person that you look, looked up to stylistically was Tyson yeah definitely definitely I think I think Tyson but I could appreciate and and understand other other styles obviously because obviously you're always gonna have someone that adapts to you you know, it's like it's like an orthodox fight in the southpaw. You know, you've got you've got you've got to adapt to the, the the person. You know, and it's different. There's different styles, so it's it's almost like it's you can you can understand and and you know appreciate. And what do you think of the current craze of boxers nowadays? And let's say mm. we'll talk about the new wave in a bit, but let's talk about the the actual like established boxers. Your Tyson Furies, your Anthony Joshua's, your Deontay Wilders. You know, your Dillian White. What's your take on those guys at the moment? So there's actually there's actually some good fighters, um, but I, I think there's too much politics involved. You know, I guess if you were to compare, um, again, just looking at UFC now, obviously you're, you're getting a lot of these big character, um, um, obviously contenders fighting each other, mm. and it's it's it happens so fast. Whereby in in boxing you have to go through this governing board, that governing board, and it and the process takes longer. So it's almost like. Um, and I know you said you wanted to go for um, obviously the new wave of boxing, but it's almost like that. It's it's got to turn into a celebrity fight before it goes back to getting the hype back to with boxing again. You know, it's, it, it sounds it sounds crazy. <laughs> mm, the build up. How, how would yeah. you how would you cope? Because you're you're more of a quiet person that that does the work rather than talks about the work. How would you cope in the boxing scene now if you were fighting? Um, I don't know because yeah, like you say, you, you know me. I like I keep myself in the background. I just I put in the work. I'd rather someone else shine before me. You know, it's it's almost like I'm I'm here to help them. You know, and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 almost like 
just just got to stay. I always say stay in your stay in your lane, and when it's your time, it's your time, you know, and to shine. So it's yeah, uh, but I get like I said, it's everyone has their time. And the new wave of boxing. Now, there's been so many different people with so much opinion and so much. What's your take on the Jake Pauls? Maybe not the Logan Pauls, but the Jake Pauls of this world, and then picking the fighters that they're doing and earning a lot of money as well. What's your take on that at the moment? Well, do you know what? Funny enough, I actually did the first fight at the Copper Box Arena where when it was um, who is it? K. What's his name? KSI. And Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. So I actually did that fight. So I was there. I, I did what I was training. One, I was one of the coaches of the undercards. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so and that that that, that was the the first YouTube fight in a sense that mm. blew it out, blew it out of the world. You know. Yeah. So it's it's almost like and and I didn't realize it's funny because where where you said to, like I, I like to keep myself like in the background and stuff. I didn't realize how big these YouTubers were. Mm. So, so when 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 I was training in the gym and he came up to me, he goes, "Ty, can you train me for a fight?" I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll train you for a fight. Didn't think nothing of it." And then when we will get we lead up to a fight, they were telling me, "Ty, you know this is a big fight." I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool." And then <laughs> when he told me the venue, I was like, "Okay, this is quite a big fight." And when we got there, it was a copper box in like like the Olympic Park, yeah. you know. So it, yeah. it was amazing, and I, and I didn't realize this the like I said, like there was all these um, fans. And I was thinking, look, I know this guy from the gym. I didn't realize he was this big, you yeah. know. And it's it's, it's it's a different of um, times, you know. It's this, like you say, the YouTube world is 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 crazy. And and going back to your question of the Jake Pauls, I guess he's doing his thing, you know. I, you can't knock him. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that I guess I, I guess he's 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 got one side of him. Like which wants to do the boxing, which I see, um, and he's really passionate about that. But then there's the other side that is all about the celebrity, the lifestyle, the stuff like that. That I don't necessarily agree with, but you know, each to their own. Mm. And then regarding the clash of the heavyweights at the moment, who who have you got? Who have you got? Usyk, uh, Joshua, oh, Wilder, I, Fury. I, I'm, Tyson, I'm actually a Tyson Fury fan. You know, I I, I do love his boxing. Um, I, I do think he's very much a, and from what he's come from, you know, like this is his background of how, how the, again, the weight difference of when he was depressed and he obviously put on all the weight and stuff and he was going through, um, obviously, emotional issues and so forth. And then he's worked his way up again or worked his way up again to become heavyweight champion. I, I, I do think he's really good. And I do, I I like Joshua. Joshua is great. And I, if I was to compare him and Joshua, I would, I would always say um, Tyson Fury is the fighter. Um, Joshua is the athlete. You know, Joshua is the athlete. You know, he's very much a big guy. He's, he's very much a, a Frank Bruno. You know, I don't know if you remember Frank Bruno, but he was he was big, he was strong. Um, and then you got the Fury, which but he's big, but he can move. You know, so it's again a difference of style. Yeah, and you and you mentioned the the, the emotional side of things. Do you think that Tyson Fury is motivated for this Wilder fight because he needs motivation to excel? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I do think. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we we not say we all are in a sense, but we all we all want to prove. But I think he's got something to prove. I guess I don't know if you saw his latest interview <laughs> that he, that he came up and he was just blowing everyone out of the park. And I was like, wow, mm. he, he stated he's gonna he's gonna knock out everyone. So, but you've got to, again, like I say, you've got to have that mentality to you've got to be able to believe that. So, so no, good luck on him. Coming up next, 
we we ask Tyrone how he resets and what's coming up for him, where you can follow him, all that and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It's time. Salam. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Man, what an interview it's been so far and it gives me great pleasure to... Welcome this guy, man. I've seen him grow and still continue to smash the fitness industry in the UK. One of the best trainers in Europe, Tyrone Irons Reed. Welcome to the show, man. How are we doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, we spoke about boxing. We spoke about why you chose the field. We spoke about the challenges you had. But a question for you as a person, as a coach, as a parent, and as an athlete, how do you reset? Um, I guess just going back to basics, you know, I, I, I think for myself, um, going when, when, we, when the, 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 the pandemic started, um, with the big wave of when everything, the lockdown happened, um, it hit me hard. It hit me hard big time. And it's almost like I've been working, I've been doing stuff, obviously working and playing sports since I was young and working since I was 15. And then to suddenly just just obviously lockdown it, it threw me so it's and it's almost like it it turned me into something who who i wasn't used to so then i had to really kind of during that time again reset reset um look at um go back to what i'm good at um go back to the basics and build the stepping stones to to being back to my old self you know yeah and amongst those challenges when you said you had to go back to basics how was your mental health at the time? How 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 were you coping with that? Um, it was it was tough. It was tough, like any anything. Like you wasn't working. Like I've got I've got a wife. I've got a mortgage. You now I've got kids. You know, so it's very much, and I had to be uh, like uh, the, the the obviously the man of the house. You know, and I, and I think for for such a uh, a thing to happen in this world, we've never experienced this before. You know, so it's 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 very much. Uh, I, I really had to look at myself and be like, you know what, Ty, this is this is not you. You, you. You're good at what you do, you know, and and don't let negative influences kind of get involved to stop you to where you want to be, you know. Yeah, and and amongst amongst that, when we speak about this now, obviously you've been in the industry for a long time. I've been in the industry for a long mm. time as well. We've seen um, a wave of coaches and trainers come in, come out. What advice would you give to aspiring coaches um, and trainers at the moment who are trying to make it in the industry, but obviously with social media being a game changer now, it's yes. kind of it's kind of almost diverted people's attention away from the theory and more the social mm. media. What's your advice on that? Just again, just with the social media, don't believe everything you see. You know that that is one of the one of the main thing. Whether it's fitness, whether it's life, you know, in general, um, it's yeah. Don't get don't get 
get hooked on the hype in a sense, you know. And I, I guess um, again, and again, I've been I've been in the game for uh, over twenty years now, and a lot of trainers do come to me and go, "Ty, how have you been?" Because I've I've seen trainers come and go, you know. Like I've seen trainers do the course, and you know what? Say, Ty, it's not working for me, and they've gone just as much as like me and you. Like we we study sports science, and a lot of people they've studied what they what their passion is, but then later on it completely changes you know they, they don't follow what they want to do so I guess for myself and I've always been able to to do that I, I what I would say to to, to, to athlete, not athlete sorry personal trainers is what is your again when you said USB what is your unique selling point so for me personally um, I've kind of transitioned so I've been doing it for a long time but I've kind of transitioned around boxing I've kind of really kind of pushed that side now don't get me wrong I've done I've done, like, I've done the bodybuilding I've done I've done the nutrition and so forth so I know a lot but I, I my passion is boxing and I think when, when, you, when you show someone your passion they will believe in that you know and it's almost like they're, they're going to be you know what he's really passionate about boxing you know what he can help me um, go far you know and, and that helps um, any chance we get you coming out on these sides <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey, listen I'll be how long have I been saying that my it's been crazy it's do you know what it's I have to be out, I have to get out of it like my client I've got a client a really good client and he's out there all the time like he goes there for business and stuff he's like Ty you gotta come with me you gotta come with me and I'm like you know what I've got my, my boy out he lives in Dubai and um, and I was like you know what I need to go out there but it's just it's time man time time it's yeah. time it's um, it's like I say I've got, I've got kids now and stuff and, and it's just there's so much involved now and I guess with everything with the with the vaccination and, and, and so forth it, it's, it's harder now you know, and um, but don't worry, I'm not never. I'm not, ne- I would never say never. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out there, even if I've got my Zimmer frame. I'll be out there. Yeah, Omar, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, hats off to you, man. I've, I've watched what you've done. I've seen how much you've done in the industry. I've seen you adapt to so many different things as a trainer, as a coach, but actually more as a person, Ty. I didn't say this to you off air, but as a person, you've always stayed the same person I graduated next to. And, and that is probably one of the hardest things to do is maintain your authenticity in the industry, regardless of the times that are changing. So I take my hat off to you, man, and uh, full respect to everything you've done out there. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's like, again, like it's, 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 it's amazing. Like what, and especially, like I said to you before at the start, what you've done as well and what we've both achieved over, over this whole time, you know, like I've seen your journey as well. And I, like, I remember we did an interview before and we, we did, we did, we did all of that stuff, you know, we did pad work as well. So we've, we've come a long way, you know, and again, it's just, I, I've, I, um, this is a lifestyle for us, you know, this, 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 this is life, you know, this is not, there's no, no short term thing. This, this is us, you know? So when, when, when you make it us, then, it will keep going, you know? So it's amazing. Yeah, and, and and we chose to step into this industry when it was sort of the unknown as well. Before personal Definitely. training got trendy, when, when our families would ask us, what would you want to do? And we'd say coaching and they'd be like, you sure? <laughs> we were like, yeah. That, that it's, yeah. Now it's taken it's off, fun. but at the time it wasn't. It's funny because I, I started off as a as a motivator. You remember Mr. Motivator? Mr. Motivator. Of course, man. <laughs> the spandex the whole lot you know so I started off when I was studying or not even studying I was in college I started off as a motivator so I went to the gym weren't getting paid I was cleaning the machines and I was just like when people were feeling down I would go up to the game come on man come on you can do this you can do it and that's how I started and that's when personal training wasn't even big then there was, there was, a, there was probably one personal trainer in the whole club 
you know and that's when I started out and then look at it, I can say look at it now everyone and anyone's a personal trainer you know so it's um, so yeah absolutely before I let you go Ty man um, where can we follow you what's your um, Instagram or social media handles and how can we stay in touch with you so my, my Instagram is uh, tyronreed underscore IET. Um, and that's kind of like, I've got, I've got an Instagram and a Facebook page as well. But Instagram is kind of like, for now, the only platform that I use. Um, you know me, I like to keep low key. So it's just, uh, that's the only platform that I use. But yeah, you, you, you can catch me on there. Fantastic. And remember guys, if you did miss the show, you can catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, if you like a podcast, or if you prefer a visual and want to see Tyrone himself, head over to the YouTube channel, type in Pulse95 Radio, and you will find this episode on there live. We love it. Ty, thank you very much for your time, my man. I salute you. Thank you for having, thank you for having me. I can't wait to get you on these sides. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm sprinkling I'm it out soon. there. <laughs> <laughs> to the gods, soon. <laughs> Take care, guys. And I will see you every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 